everybody, welcome to another brand new episode of T Watches a Scary Movie. I'm T, and of course we are talking scary movies. I appreciate you tuning in for another brand new episode of the show. Remember, new episodes go up every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can find the video version on the YouTube page, but the best way to stay up to date with episodes of the show, TikToks, written reviews, whatever I got coming out to you is to get subscribed to my link tree, which is linktr.ee slash T, scary movie. If you get subscribed to my link tree, that will keep you up to date with all the links we have here for my YouTube page for the video versions of the show, for your favorite podcasting platforms, for the audio-only versions of the show, for my TikTok, for all my funny horror videos, and my letterbox, my written reviews. So hit that subscribe button, folks. You can stay up to date with everything that's coming out because I got so many great reviews coming up for you here over the next month. You're not going to want to miss it, including tonight we are talking Bird Box Barcelona. Yes, folks, it is the sequel to the 2018 smash hit on Netflix that at one point was the most watched film on Netflix within 28 days of its release. We are talking about the sequel, the spinoff, whatever you want to call it now. Um, We're going to get into that here tonight, folks. So uh, again, hit that subscribe button so you stay up to date with everything that I'm talking in the world of horror. We got so much good stuff coming for you this month. We got Immaculate. We got Leprechaun. Folks, I have so many fun reviews coming out for you here. And uh, yeah, you're going to miss them. So hit that subscribe button. And let's talk some Bird Box Barcelona. So if you have not seen the original film starring Sandra Bullock and Trevante Rhodes, it told the story of the world when a group of invaders or spirits or aliens or whatever they are invade our world. And anybody that catches a glimpse of them is driven mad and forced to commit suicide. Now, the film brought on this interesting premise of if you can't see what's in front of you, if you can't look around, how can you protect yourself? You're living in this world to where now everybody must cover their own eyes. And right off the jump there, there is a similarity to a film called Blindness, which some of you might have seen before, to where this pandemic grips the nation and everybody starts going blind. And it's about this one woman played by Julianne Moore, who is basically the only person that we know of that can see and is trying to guide her husband and uh, this new friends and family that they make in this new dangerous world. And Bird Box, obviously we're not dealing with a pandemic as we find out. This is obviously not a disease that's out there that's being being, uh, implemented upon the people of our world. Uh, But we don't know. If these are aliens or angels or demons or whatever the case is, but all these people on earth live in the same kind of world where now they can't see. And by risking the idea, uh, the, the even the chance of being able to see, they are risking their very own lives and it's forcing everybody to adapt. And of course, there's the understandable story here of folks appreciating what they had before and you know things that were so small that of course you didn't you took for granted didn't think about how important that was suddenly now when you don't have them they stand out the most uh but we get to start to see this new dynamic of the world and how folks are supposed to trust each other just like any other like kind of post-apocalyptic film is to where folks need to rely on each other to survive take care of each other but of course you can't trust that and the first film 
introduced towards the end of the movie, uh, not just these beings that will force humans to kill each other, but that there was obviously going to be a, a subset of the population who wasn't affected by this. And by not being affected by it, they have basically driven themselves crazy. And their job, their role, their one drive in life is to show others the light, make them take these blindfolds off and see the beauty of these beings that are around them. And it added this interested, interesting element to the first film because now you have physical bad guys you can actually fight because it's made very apparent very quickly that um, our heroes can't fight these beings at all. There isn't really a way to do that. And so by bringing in these humans to where you can actually physically harm, that adds in a physical enemy that you can actually fight. But again, the thing was is that this was kind of introduced towards the end of the film. Um, it is it, it was the climax of sorts here um, with our what our villain showing up and kind of screwing everything up for Sandra Bullock, Trevante Rhodes, and like the family they had created. And then as we get further and further into the film, because there's still a little bit more after that, another group is introduced and it's even worse. And so Bird Box Barcelona could have taken a very interesting uh, approach with the sequel. And not interesting, I guess. And I don't want to call it lazy or tired either, because it's not that, because it definitely wouldn't have been it going that route. But it could have taken the approach of, we're just going to do Bird Box again. We're in a different part of the world. What happened over here versus, you know, in the middle of America, with these people who don't necessarily uh, who don't necessarily have the same same access to things that we do, how would that look? And we get a bit of that story, but at the same time, it was kind of ingenious to instead state that you know we're going to go a completely different route here. And instead, we're going to take this idea from the first one, where we've introduced these people who are clear antagonists, and their job is to not leave anybody alive who we might be rooting for, and we instead make that who we decide to follow this time around. And I think that that's a great way to approach a sequel, because it's not a story that in the one movie we've gotten that we've had a chance to see, and it also gives us a chance to put some humanity onto these uh, these seers or um, uh, you know whatever you want to call them at, at at this point here, it gives you a chance to basically see it from their point of view, and that's very interesting because obviously you know the first movie gives this idea that they're just completely snapped, that they've lost you know they've they've lost touch with reality at this point, and this is the only way that they kind of survive these horrible things that are going on. And uh, Barcelona very much shows us that while, yeah, there's a lot of people who are certainly like that, that's not necessarily the case of what's going on, that there are reasons to why people end up getting to where these seers truly are and the reason why they want to have everybody else kind of have the same outlook on life as well. And I think that the the thing that accomplishes uh, that it accomplishes quite a bit is that it does make us very interested in this other point of view. The problem is is that we kind of know where the film has to go because our lead character of Sebastian, um, this father uh, who's going around with his daughter and comes across these other survivors, and you know we don't know exactly what Sebastian is going to end up doing when all is said and done. The thing is is that. It's for sure a story about redemption and what you can do to find that redemption and the horrible things in life will do to make sense of our own lives and the things that we're dealing with. And that all makes sense. I, I completely get all of that. But the problem is, is that 
you know, it's different from a film to where somebody might break a deal or steal money or something that doesn't have life altering effects to where somebody can actually die over something. And the problem here is that the characters that we're watching and all these uh, these truly inexcusable things that they're doing, it's hard to really look at that and say that there's a pathway for redemption. And even when I say that, I know that the film does an actual really, really good job by eventually winning you over and thinking that, that that's maybe a possibility for certain. But it's also one of the biggest problems of the film is that you don't want to root for these characters because of these horrible things that have been happening. Now, you're not getting much in the way of new set pieces. Like you're gonna see different ways of folks killing themselves, which of course, you know, is gonna be horrible no matter which way you look at that. But we're getting a lot of what we saw in the first film. And to a lot of people that might be enough. Like frankly, I mean, it's an interesting enough concept where I think it can carry uh, any standard horror film as it is. Um, it's the story around it that really decides whether or not you're really going to stick with it. And I do think that while there's an interesting story here, um, it just doesn't fully, it, it doesn't fully do with it with what it can, because again, it's hard to really have the back of our lead character here when you see all the things that are going on. And it's not one of those things where it's like, all right, well, you know what, no matter what happens, we can at least like feel like they did they they did what they could. It, it doesn't feel like that by the end of the film. And I think that's probably the bigger problem with it. And it doesn't help the the expanded cast either because none of them are really given much more to do outside of Sebastian. And therefore, he's our only avatar in the film. And when it doesn't work, it doesn't work at all. But I still had fun with this one. There's some memorable deaths in it for sure. And if you like the first Bird Box, you're gonna get a lot more of what you enjoyed about this film. So check it out for yourself. Let me know in the comment section what you thought of it. And uh, yeah, maybe this will lead to us getting more films in this universe because it's very clearly setting up more and more films to come as we can tell by the ending of Bird Box Barcelona. So let me know in the comments what you think, folks. But that's gonna do it for me tonight. My name is T. We've been talking scary movies. Stay scared. Hey, everybody. Looking for a great way to stay up to date on horror news as well as read the best of articles on anything scary out in the world right now? Then you need to head over to the Fangoria shop and get yourself a subscription. If you go to shop.fangoria.com slash AXDW, you can use my own personalized 20% discount to save 20% off on Fangoria Magazine subscriptions, as well as 20% off any other items in their fantastic shop. This is a great deal. If you've ever been wanting to get yourself a subscription, now is the time to do so. Head to shop.fangoria.com slash AXDEW.